Hello again, friends, and welcome to another fine edition of 151. This is actually another Side Jobs edition of the show. My name is Adam. If you want to know more about 151 The Show, head over to the website, 151theshow.com. This station's website.com. And you can find us on social media at 151theshow on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, which we don't really use, uh, TikTok, and a whole other bunch of places. Uh, we're on all the podcast platforms, so please like, follow, share, and subscribe, and hit us up on YouTube as well. Uh, tonight, as I said, it's a very special Side Jobs edition. Uh, another guest with me, and uh, this is one I've been waiting to do a long time because this gentleman has actually been featured on the show once as a shameless plug. A number of years ago. Ladies and gentlemen, Jeremy Hall's in the uh, studio with me. Hey, buddy, what's going on? You know, I'm having a good time. It's been a long time coming. I think every time <laughs> you guys like post about, hey, w- what ideas we got going, I'm like, hey, when are we going to talk wrestling here, pal? I know. And we're going to do, we'll do a complete deep dive with uh, Justin here coming up. Um, I just, I had the chance to uh, talk to you for a few minutes. We needed some content on the uh, podcast page. And uh, I, I, I wanted to talk to you real quick. And uh, just to kind of set everybody up, I used to be a huge, huge wrestling fan, uh, like 90s through uh, the mid 2000s. I mean, everybody liked wrestling in the 80s, right? Yeah, everybody liked wrestling in the 80s. And it's weird you mentioned like the 90s to the 2000s because that was like the heyday when like 7 million people a week were tuning yeah. in to the Monday Night Wars. And I was still getting picked on at school for liking wrestling. <laughs> you watch any documentary afterwards when they look at that time frame and everyone's like, oh, everyone was wearing wrestling shirts. I'm like, where were those kids when I was getting bullied for wearing a Stone Cold Steve Austin shirt? <laughs> we, I wanted to talk wrestling with you at some point because there is a lot going on in the world of wrestling. There's a lot... There's a lot that have has led up to where we're at in the world of wrestling and so much more. But anyways... You were a pro wrestler. Yeah. Still are at heart, I should say. At right? heart, sure. Sometimes I think about wanting to get back in the ring, and then I take a bump, and I can't walk for two days. <laughs> so I'm like, yep, that's why I quit. It's, but it's, it's not fun. I'm, my body's too old for it. I wish I could. Like you said, at heart. I'll sit there, and I'll get drunk, and I'll text a buddy of mine who's still doing it and about to make his comeback. I'm like, hey, man, I got these ideas. Like, you know, <laughs> We can make some money with this, and by that I mean 20 bucks and a hot dog. But yeah, you know. The reason you were on the shameless plug is because you gave me one of the uh, the the hard foundation the hard shirts. foundation shirts. That was an idea. <laughs> Let me tell you, just snowballed into this whole thing. <laughs> so I'm talking at one of the shows here in Des Moines, and one of the guys that wrestles for there used to wrestle for me when I booked shows, and I used to wrestle for him out in Omaha. And he's like, hey, man, we've got our first like 21 and older show, a bar show. Oh God. He's like, I'm so mad that you're not going to be here for this. Yeah. I, I was like pseudo retired at the time. Uh, and I'm like, well, you know, I've got this idea. Like, I'll be there if you got a spot for me. He's like, well, I got a spot. I had just watched um, the Foo Fighters documentary. They're doing the sound or what the HBO one where they're going okay. from different studios to studios. And they just got done doing the one where they're talking about like Studio 54 and they're diving into Bowie and like Ziggy Stardust. Yeah. But, you know, is he, isn't he? You know, what yeah, what's going yeah. on here? So I'm like, man, you know, that'd be a good gimmick. So I went and I got like last minute trying to come up with gear. I actually got these like pink volleyball shorts. Yeah. Like pink and green, like bright volleyball (laughs) shorts. I already had like the pink kick pads with the tassels and all that. So I show up, did the show, and I put like the, do my best attempt at like the Bowie, Ziggy, you know, pink eye paint and stuff like that. And I'm booked in this match and I look at the two guys that I'm wrestling. They're debuting a new gimmick. Both wearing bright pink. Oh, no. One of them's got like the robe and like the blonde gold dust wig and I'm going, huh. All right, so now I'm going against him, and this is where we're at. So we have the match, have a good time, and then we just start talking. 
and one thing leads to another. I think they won, actually. Well, of course. Yeah, I, I'm. I never should have won any wrestling matches. You've well, seen you're me. You're a hundred pounds soaking, soaking wet. wet, but let's, I won a let's... lot, which was weird. Uh, <laughs> 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 I never booked myself to win a match. Other people you did it for me. You get into the area of when Jim Cornette, you know, is yeah. is it believable? No, is it believable? And that was the thing. I could take an ass whooping, but I could also connect with an audience mm -hmm. to where they believed in me. They believed that I could pull yeah. off a fluke pin and roll somebody up real fast. One, two, three, it's over. So we go from a match against each other to just sitting there spitballing ideas about how we can make this a group. We decided we never changed the names, but we were going to be Brett the Hit It Man Hard. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Jim the Anvil Night Hard. Uh, Jimmy the Mouth Going South oh, Hard. Wow. Like we were just going to run with this hard yeah, foundation yeah, yeah, yeah. thing, and we were supposed to be heels. We were supposed to be bad guys. We were booked as heels uh, the first couple matches against like some of the bigger names in the yeah. area that were just crowd loved them. You know, some of the biggest baby faces. And then we started getting cheered because the crowd liked what we were doing. We're, I mean, here's three guys in pink rubbing baby oil all over themselves. What's not to love about that? So, so like, yeah, and it just went from one, like, after another. All of a sudden, like, they're putting the tag belts on us, and I'm getting wow. the opportunity to work with guys fresh out of WWE. There's a funny story. They've got Shelton Benjamin booked on the show. Yeah. This was... He a good dude. He was, he was nice. He was fun. I had a lot of good experiences with guys during this run. Like, yeah. Damian Sandow was on this same show. He caught us as we came through the curtain after a match. Mm -hmm. Loved it. He's like, I like saw the t-shirts and I'm going, what's this all about? Hard yeah, yeah, foundation. Yeah. And then he saw us in action and he's like, you guys are phenomenal. It's a great idea. It's a great gimmick. You guys <laughs> played the, the role so well. Um, but we're on the show with Shelton Benjamin. This is a month before he's supposed to go back to WWE. Okay. So this would have been... 2016, okay. summer of 2016, uh, before he was supposed to go back to WWE the first time, he wound up getting hurt a month later. So yeah, that, I was like, going to say that. That, it, that it, tabled it for a minute for yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they've got this Royal Rumble style match, you know, booked. And the idea, you know, we're working through ideas and it's supposed to work down to like me, one other guy, and then another guy like that's on my team and then yeah. we're going we're to sort of tease this little rift in the hard foundation. So the idea is like, all right, Shelton want you to whip him into the buckle, go for the big splash that he does. I'm just supposed to duck. He's just going to hit the buckle and then go over the top rope. Yeah. He's, he's like sort of on board for it until I show up. And, and then he saw you. And then he saw me and he's like, walks and gets in the promoter's ear and he's like, hey man, look, I think I'm going to sit this one out. <laughs> he's like, I'm, I'm about to go back to WWE. He's like, I, I, I'm all for business, but I, I can't be getting eliminated by a kid that's a hundred pounds soaking yeah, yeah, wet yeah, and i'm yeah, like yeah. yeah that's fair that's fair like we you should have thrown a big good fit about <laughs> oh i couldn't i was just there for like a good time yeah you know i'm hanging out backstage we got a couple of beers before we go out <laughs> you know we're having fun that's what we're doing there's another like fun story real quick eugene yeah he, he yeah, owns yeah, a promotion yeah. in a training facility out in south dakota there's a lot of back he was in, really good yeah i love i was a big fan of the worst eugene gimmick. gimmick ever oh, i I was, it was a fun gimmick to get behind. You could it, never, it was, you could it, never do it today. No, you couldn't do it today, and it had to be done in a very certain way so it wasn't offensive. Yeah, and I think they, they did a good job of making it not overly offensive. The William Regal stuff with that is what really put that over the top. Yeah, because well, anytime you get an odd couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like so that, anyways, fun. Eugene. So we're on this charity show 
for Magnum Pro. And Eugene's on there, and he can't wrestle because he's hurt at this time. But yeah. if you remember, he used to do like the the musical chairs gimmick on Monday Night Raw. Like he, you know, we'll, we'll play musical chairs with the wrestlers <sighs> yeah, and fun I, stuff I like that. I vaguely remember so it. So he wants to do this musical chairs thing, and he's got like kids picked from the audience. He's going to yeah, bring yeah, them up yeah. there, and he's and he's getting guys backstage to fill it. He's going, all right, you, you, and he points to me, you. And I'm a huge Eugene fan. I'm going, yeah, all right, let's do this. Let's do this. A <laughs> little bit of a problem, though. He then watches me wrestle two matches before all of this, and he pulls me aside and he goes, hey, man, look, I love the gimmick. I get it. I can't have you in a ring with children playing musical chairs after you've been out there rubbing baby oil oil on yourself, (laughs) amongst other things. I'm like, again, I get it. We get it. Cool. Thanks. Fair. Yeah. That's awesome. Jeremy, uh, my buddy Jeremy's in the uh, studio with me right now. Uh, this is 151 The Show. You can find us at 151theshow.com or the station's website.com. Uh, it's a special side jobs edition of the show where uh, uh, Justin, uh, we're, he's going to come. I know there's people that are asking questions about where he's been. <laughs> Listen, it's busy. It's busy being important, okay? <laughs> See, you and I wouldn't know. No, exactly. That's why we could. <laughs> no, uh, uh, Justin will be back. It, it's no big deal. So, uh, as we do move through it, uh, like I said, we're going to do a real deep dive because Justin's not into wrestling and he loves to make fun I of know. it. So, that's what's every gonna... time I bring it up, I like he's quick to yeah, reply. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, but I do want to hit you up a little bit. Um, pro wrestling right now is in a weird spot because we, we were talking about like the 90s through the what mid 2000s or so where you started seeing uh you know like uh, uh Shawn Michaels on his second retirement and yeah. the undertaker leaving and john cena leaving and all it 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 is to me it's slowly gotten to a point i don't need to watch it anymore yeah wrestling's been on a weird run and, and now you have AEW you yeah. got TNA which i don't know it it's still around impact right? it's still a thing yeah uh you've got guys crossing over and, yeah. and so on and so forth You've got WWE in a world all, and, and all to its own. And, and really, let's let's put this out there. COVID did not help the world of professor, no. professional wrestling. No, it didn't. Uh, if anything, it probably hurt it more than a lot of businesses, right? Yeah, you are a company that thrives off of interaction. Yeah. You all of a sudden are having shows in your warehouse with no fans. I couldn't imagine being in that ring trying to go out there and perform and do what those yeah. guys were doing with literally no one. And then they built, you know, the Thunderdome with yeah. the screens and the piped in crowd noise and the fireworks. I mean, that's probably better than nothing, but still. It looked cool you, on TV. Yeah, but who it, are you connecting with? That's I so much part about wrestling. I will say Stone Cold going out one time on Stone Cold Day. With the what? That yeah. was the first crowdless Raw. It, that was very funny. Yeah. Stone Cold is just really good. But anyways, but I mean, you have characters like him and stuff. I, I don't know what it is, but there 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 isn't anything on pro wrestling today that I connect with. You know when it really started changing for me, and you can kind of correct me if I'm wrong here. When they started really forcing some people down my because they've all they always want you to cheer for somebody, yeah. right? When they started forcing Brock Lesnar and Ronda Rousey down my throat all the time. Yeah. See, here's and like, I get that. Ah. And there, there's a lot of people that get turned off by like, well, why is Brock Lesnar here? I'll tell you why. Because Brock Lesnar makes that company a hell of a lot of money. But I will say this, between Brock Lesnar and Ronda Rousey, Brock Lesnar could really wrestle. He could have fun matches. I mean, yeah, he would squash a lot of people. Yeah. And he still does. And and side note, happy Brock Lesnar, which we've talked about, is scary. It is it is a thing. I've yet to watch like last week's 
SmackDown, but apparently he came out and did like this bit with Sami Zayn in the yes. ring where he's like singing and like they're having fun. I'm like, and then he forced him to have the he like did like a, he grabbed yeah. his hand or something. He's like, okay, okay, I'll do the match. But anyways, yeah. it was probably more like Brocky get it. He's he is a spectacle when you see him. Yeah, Ronda, I just I never got Ronda to me is a wrestling fan. Always wanted to yeah. do it. And then they saw dollar signs and an opportunity to yeah. legitimize things. You can bring in Ronda Rousey, who's a legitimate fighter, yeah. and we can make this thing look real. They should have started that from the get-go. The yeah. problem with Rousey is they tried to get everyone to like her, mm-hmm. which you can't do. You can't make wrestling fans like anyone. Wrestling fans are so fickle. Yes. They're, the, they're the worst. So instead of... Just Ask Bret Hart. Yeah. Instead of playing <laughs> Rousey the way they did toward the end of her run, where she was openly calling what happens in this ring fake and saying, I'm not fake. Yeah. You got here because you've been doing this and you cannot say that four letter word in wrestling ever. Yeah. But she was doing it. Like that should have been the Rousey that we would have got from the get go. Yeah. Then it might've been better. The problem with that is you give the wrestling fans that Rousey from the get go and they're cheering for her. Yeah. That's how goofy wrestling fans are. It just, I, I don't know what it is, but at that point is when I started to lose interest, I think is the best way to, like, I still read about it. I still listen. Uh, we, we've talked about it. I love listening to Jim Cornette talk. Yeah. It, 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 even though if he, he's got double a very, cheese, double. <laughs> uh, even if he has a very, you know, old school di- mentality, old school mentality yeah. on, I still like listening to him and hearing parts of the business and the old stories and stuff. But how does it get fixed? Like if you were gonna if you were gonna take steps right now, and I and I don't care which one you do. Like if you want to no. do, if you think you can fix WWE, AEW, AEW seems like something that's gonna burn out real quick. I think AEW is gonna. F- I don't want to say fold, but the popularity is gonna go downhill. Yeah, and it, it already has. You know, the ratings have declined since when they started, and, the, and they'll get a big spike when they bring in a Punk. But the and again, wrestling fans are fickle. The moment yeah. like everyone wanted to see CM Punk and AEW. And then it's been a month of the same old stuff, and yeah. we're bored already. We're, we're tired of it. We he, don't want to see it anymore. I'm sorry. I, I really like CM Punk. I respect him. I think he's I think he's great on a mic. I think there's a lot of great things. I think he has one of the worst finishes of all time. The GTS? That came from Japan. He stole it from Kenta. Yeah. And it's just... There's too much going on in it. It's kind of like uh, the Unprettier from He Christian. doesn't make it... I don't want to critique... Uh, another wrestler that's made a living off of doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But oftentimes it just looks sloppy. It, it's not that. It's just, and this is where 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 the funny part gets in, like the believability of yeah. some stuff. Things like the G, and I and I know we want to get to fixing wrestling here yeah. in a second, but um, like I just watch, I'm like, ah, I just it. At the end of the match, I, I just I would rather him do the the Cobra Clutch thing, yeah, the, or the uh, uh, I can't think of what it's called the uh, not the Cobra remember. Clutch the yeah, Anaconda Vice was what yeah, he used yeah, to yeah. use, yeah. Um, but like that or the Unprettier stuff, I just watch this. I'm like, man. Those... Well, his indie days, he used to hit a pedigree off the top rope. Did he really? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, he used to hit it. They changed it when he went to WWE because Triple H used yeah, the pedigree. But that was hard said, on the knees. They said, oh, it had to be. I couldn't imagine that. But yeah, no, it's to me and what I've preached because you know. Wrestling fans, like I said, are fickle. Yes. And you'll get into... I mean, listen them. to me. I get CM Punk back. That was the best thing I've watched in a long time. Yeah. And here I am. I'm like, I don't like his finishing move. finisher. Yeah. His finisher sucks. I just, it's just one of those ones. It's yeah. not one of my favorites. Yeah. I like finishing moves like uh, the clothesline from hell or stuff that can come out of nowhere. The or, Lariat is such a great 
Like, JBL hit it so cleanly. And the funniest thing about the story behind the Lariat is Stan Hansen made it famous in Japan. Yeah. Stan Hansen was legally blind. <laughs> Let's give a 350-pound guy a finishing move when he can't see what he's hitting. Yeah. So he's just murdering people with this clothesline. <laughs> you want to make it look real? Let's make it look real. Why not do that? Yeah. But, I mean, finishing the finishing moves I like are the ones that kind of come out of nowhere, and they yeah. don't have a lot of setup. No, like Raymond Stone Cold, you know. Love the, the 619. But it's so weird that every opponent he wrestles gets Always gets, lands on the second yeah, rope. It's weird. You'd think you would In know better. In the same place. You'd think you would know better, right? It's one of those things that you just <laughs> you suspend reality for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you no, I it. get it. And, and, that's and what again, I, if, if CM Punk would ever happen to listen to this— <laughs> I am a big fan. Tweet at him, and he probably will. Oh, he would, and then he'd crush me. And yeah, then... you'd, you'd, you'd be the end of the show. <laughs> all of a sudden, it's like you and all. That. No, I, I really do. I, I think he's, I think he did it right. No. Where it's like, you know what? I don't love this anymore. Leave. Yeah. You see, I was a huge, CM, I was a huge CM Punk fan, and then they chanted his name forever. Yeah. And I went. And I got to the point where I was almost like sour grapes about it. I'm like, yeah, but he left. He walked out on you, the fans, yeah. who, you know, built him up this. So, no, I don't, I don't want to see the guy come back. And then he returned. And I was like, oh, man, this is awesome. That was much must-watch TV. Yeah. It was the first time that I've actually sat down and made an appointment to check out AEW. Yeah. They do a lot of stuff that's just not my taste. Yeah. And wrestling's flavors of ice cream. There's something for everybody. All right. So let's get to it. Uh, wrestling. If you were going to try and get it back to the popularity of not even the 90s, maybe the late 2000s yeah. or so. Where if we're, if we're going to turn wrestling around and get it back to a heyday, fans need to let it happen. Really? That's my biggest thing. My biggest critique is, man, when you talk about how great it was in the 80s and yeah. the 90s. How old were you in the 80s and the 90s? I'm 40 now. Yeah. So. so you're a kid watching yeah. this. You think you know what's going on, yeah, but you don't really know what's going on. So you're having fun with that. Wrestling fans ruin it for themselves. Yeah. Imagine going to see Avengers, but you read the entire script leaked online. I did it already. I I, I, I read the spoilers for yeah. everything, man. I yeah. really do. So, but then, like, but then you complain about it afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I know what you're saying. Yeah, you know, it would be like if you read the spoilers for Avengers, yeah, and then came out and instantly got on this show <laughs> and said, "Man, that was so predictable. I saw it coming a mile away." But you had to know what was happening yeah. going into it, and that's what drives me nuts about wrestling fans. They don't want to be just fans. Yeah. They want to know. They want to be in on the know. Sit back. Enjoy it. Remind yourselves why you liked wrestling, and it makes it much more enjoyable. Now, there are a lot of times where you're just going, well, this is this is dumb. This is a head scratcher. I don't yeah. understand this. I don't get what's going on here. And, you know, WWE is guilty of that. And AEW does the same thing. A lot of short-term booking. You know, it's long, hard to tell long-term stories anymore, yeah. you know, with as fast as everything is. And for me, I think there's too much. I never yeah. thought I would say there's too much wrestling, but you got a three hour of Raw, you got two hours of SmackDown, you got two hours of NXT in between there. Not to mention all the other fresh content they're putting out on their own network, and that's just yeah. WWE. I don't have time to sit down and watch that. Yeah. I barely get Raw in every couple of weeks, and the, for the most part, I check out the pay per views and then try to figure out what's going on from there. I think NXT <laughs> might be one of the best programs that they put out. I haven't sat down well, and watched it. That's because it was made by two guys that was, were wrestlers. Exactly, the best, right? And. I, I haven't followed NXT regularly because there's just there's just no time. There's not enough time in the day. It needs to. Let me ask you this real quick as you kind of mull over that. It's something that you run into, you know, with you know the the real job radio yeah. with, uh, you know, podcasting even to an extent. Do they not know who their audience is anymore? And are they because I feel like the WWE especially 
shifts who their audience is from time to time. Like for for a while, it's going to be, hey, let's do the Attitude Era, and we're going to do twenty to thirty year yeah. old men, and we're going to make a ton of money off that. And then it's like, okay, now we're going to be kid friendly, and then it's so, like, do is it the thing about that is WWE was kid friendly forever, yeah, with. Cheesy gimmicks. Yeah. I mean, you had striking baseball players. You had garbage men. You had Duke I, the dumpster Drosy. You know, this is like what the Drosy. side job. Drosy. Yeah. 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 This is like the side job yeah. episode. That's what like wrestling was in the early nineties and late eighties. Is everybody's side job, <laughs> right? I'm a I'm a tax man by you know day by Monday nights. Um, teaming with Teddy Biasi. You know, <laughs> Money Inc. was so awesome. It was great. It made Erwin Irwin was fun, and then like the commentators were great, and they built that, but. Vince was losing because WCW yeah. went more reality-based storylines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we're in the 90s, and everyone's pushing the envelope across entertainment. So Vince does that, and they get super popular. He beats out WCW. This is where we're at. We're to the point now where we're a publicly, globally traded company on Wall Street. Now we've got investors. <laughs> now we've got big-time money coming in yeah. from people who want to buy advertisement that are upset when we do this sort of stuff on TV. Kmart walked after Shawn Michaels bled all over the ring on a pay-per-view match. That wasn't on TV. It was a pay-per-view match where they usually can push the envelopes a little bit more. I forget which match that Him was. and Chris Jericho in the middle of their feud and like, oh, oh, yeah. You know, Jericho's return the first time. So they hammer down these rules. Now it seems that WWE's to the point, and maybe that's part of fixing it. I don't know if they care of who their audience is. They're just looking at dollars and cents yeah, at this well, point. Uh, what's his name? Khan. Uh, to- uh, uh, Nick Khan. Nick Khan. T- Tony Khan. Shad Khan. Tony Khan's the what AEW. Shad yeah, yeah, Khan, yeah. I think. No, Shad Khan's his dad. Nick Khan is the... It's weird that they all have the same last name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, a, the WWE guy that has been budget-cutting everyone, and a lot of it has been big names but that you wouldn't expect. But he's making a lot of money for the company is what they're reporting, at yeah. least, because of the they're, TV deals. And yeah, all and, they're, and they're cutting these big names. And that's... I mean, that's... It's a way to really jade your fan base. You've got a guy that the fans were behind. Yeah. And then you just cut him. You know what? Say what you want about like Triple H. You know whether you think he's best for business. Yeah. Ha! See what I did there? Did, yeah. But I think he's a guy that legitimately really cares about wrestling. Yes, you can see he cares what about he does. the world. He cares about the culture. Yeah, you can see what he does in NXT with those kids and, and those guys. Yeah, and well, look how successful in it. Okay, here's one of my thoughts about NXT, real quick. Because at some point they started getting mad when AEW was beating NXT, right? Yeah. And it was like, well, yeah, they've got CM and Punk on the air. Yeah. And Chris Jericho, you're having, you know, guy that's brand new to the business learning it. Yeah. Going and you're complaining that he's not going uh, beating the superstar. That that, I don't know know if that was a WWE created thing or if it was a fan created thing. Wednesdays were annoying because it'd be like, oh, AEW beat WWE in the ratings again. No, you beat WWE's developmental brand. Yeah, Let's that, pump but, the brakes. But but that's uh, some of the, you know, the, 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 uh, what are, what are the, the dirt sheets. The dirt and sheets, all the, yeah. They're talking, oh, they're, they're, that's why. The you Vince know, Russo's of the world. Bro, I, I got to tell you, <laughs> you know, you're, you're coming out. Yeah, Vince Russo's but, the guy that, yeah. But I mean, that was kind of the thing. That was, you know, from my perspective, you know, when you start reading it, it's like, okay, they're mad that they're developmental league is getting, is beat, getting by, beat by 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 somebody yeah. that's got a ton of money and that's trying to hire all these big name yeah. guys but you're pissed about this but but this is a really good product yeah these Don't are change, your and, and they changed it and they they scraped it all up they just announced that they're now signing kids to 
NIL, name and yeah. likeness. And I had a back and forth with uh, somebody on Facebook about it. I'm like, no, this is a great idea. Like, every, and it's like, well, so they're just going to hire athletes and not like people yeah. from wrestling. Everyone at one point is just an athlete. Yeah. Before you become a person in wrestling, why not go to the best possible training situation? Yeah. If it works out, it works out great. If for every 10 kids they sign, if two of them turn into a Randy Orton or a John Cena, yeah. that's it. That's all you need. And look at the number of people that went straight that had no prior wrestling experience, you know, Kurt Angle, a guy that had never yeah. stepped foot in a wrestling ring until he went to WWE, you know, The Rock, Roman Reigns, Randy Orton, Brock Lesnar, Shelton Benjamin. Brock was signed out of college the same way they're doing these kids, yeah. same with Shelton Benjamin. These are guys that did not wrestle. JR was at an NCAA tournament. I, you know, I can make a lot of money off of this kid. Yeah, My yeah, God, yeah. you know, signs him to a deal. They go straight to their developmental territory which was, you know, nowadays NXT in the Performance Center, so it's gotten better since then. Because it Why used to not? be OVW. It was it? OVW, and then it was Florida Championship, and yeah, then they yeah, turned yeah. it to NXT, and now there's this, this whole huge facility. And why not do that? Why not give these kids an opportunity? It also doesn't hurt that the kids that they've signed have like 700,000 followers on social media yeah, and a huge yeah. following. That's, you know what, They're that... trying to make themselves look hip and fresh. I think the best thing, back to the how do you fix it, I think you got to... And it's been better lately. SmackDown's great. I love Roman Reigns, where they're at. They finally found something good for him. Yeah. And the funny thing is... is and it wasn't shoving him down everybody's No, as, as he's babyface, everyone's waiting for this heel Roman Reigns. Yeah, yeah, and now yeah. he's heel, and he's the badass that you want, and they're going, ah, I don't like this guy. Well, great, you're not supposed to like this guy. No. You know, I love The Miz. I think The Miz is one of the best in the business. The Mi- you know what? Because The Miz is one of the rare heels that no one likes. The you get Miz? those you get those two cool for school heels that yeah. are getting like you know 60-40 as far as they're getting cheered more than they're getting booed. Miz can go out there and you got the comparison to MJF who he gets a lot of cheap heat as they yeah. call it goes out there and curses at the crowd and you know points this guy. Miz can raise his hand and the crowd just boos. The great thing about Miz, he may be one, and this may sound really silly of me, he may be one of the best pro wrestling characters and people ever because of how much he's good at. Yeah. And, like, think about it. You you just said he can raise his hand and get booed by an entire, and then everybody will go watch that show, mm-hmm. him and, uh, uh, what's her name? Oh, Maurice. After, and yeah. it's great. Yeah. And at, at my old radio job, I he, we got to interview him. And he was awesome. Not to coin a phrase there. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I didn't even think about it like that. But no, he. Uh, we came in and we we're like, are, and listen, I'm not in the business, but it, it was one of those things you kind of know enough about it to be able. To, it's like, hey, are you doing this in character or not? Or you know, yeah. How do you want to do this? And uh, he was like, yeah, we can do. You know, we do whatever. And he was awesome. He really. He's a great ambassador for the for uh, for WWE, and he's just entertaining. Yeah, hell. and I don't think he gets the respect he deserves. For being as good as a heel he is, and where he started, yeah, he was hated. Oh. Locker room hit. Taker kicked him out of the locker room. He wasn't yeah. allowed to change with the boys. Here comes the MTV guy yeah. that is just obnoxious. No one likes, and he earned the respect of that locker room. And he, you know, he was never supposed to main event to WrestleMania against John Cena with The Rock as the special enforcer. But look where he was. I, I wish his last title run was a little better. I, I do, but at the same time, I love it for what it, it, it was. was. It was perfect for his character yeah. at the moment. So slimy, so smarmy, and I hate yeah. it. Wrestling fans are, again, you want to see a guy like, the, like you know, let's have this longer run with The Miz, which would have been great, but you don't want to see your heel champion, especially a guy like The Miz, ever getting a clean victory. You know, everyone's complaining yeah. about Roman Reigns right now. Oh, he's getting help from the Usos or Paul Heyman. He's... 
supposed to. He's the bad guy. He's the bad guy. You all want to talk about how great Shawn Michaels was. When he was a heel, he never won a match clean. His first (laughs) Intercontinental Championship reign was almost over a year. And you know what? He got counted out most of those matches or disqualified just to sneak out. Yeah, I might have lost, but I got my belt. A good heel should never look stronger than the baby face. You always win that way, and it's psychology, and that's a thing that a lot of guys get away from nowadays. Fans want to see the flippy dippies in AEW. You know, like I said, it's different flavors of ice cream. I think AEW's best thing they could do is not try to do what WCW did, not try to do what TNA did. Don't be WWE. Be AEW. Be an alt, a true alternative. Don't model yourselves after Vince and those guys. Just be the best AEW you can be, and See, then not worry about them. This, you you say that, and that's exactly what I've been saying about Marvel and DC. And I know you're not into all. The no, but I get it. Look at DC tried to cram 15 years worth of story building into four movies. Yes, and that and that's the thing. It's like don't don't try and go be Marvel. Do something yeah. different. You've got great characters and great stories. You don't we're have like, to do we're the what? same we're thing. We're almost on our third Batman before we got three Spider Men. So yeah. But the Spider-Man thing, I can't wait for yeah. that. Do so. I have to watch Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3? Oh, you saw and then the what, I, saw, I loved it. It was hilarious. <laughs> like, am I going to know what's going on here? <laughs> uh, this is 151 The Show. My name is Adam. Uh, this is Special Side Jobs Edition. Justin shall return. Uh, special guest tonight is my uh, buddy Jeremy. We're talking about some pro wrestling. All right, so as we wrap up, it, we, we've, we've gone a little bit longer than I thought we were going to go. No, you, you put a mic in front of us and talk pro wrestling. Well, that's the thing. Like wrestling, there's so much. I, I mean, know. we got sidetracked on finishing moves there. Yeah. Yeah. Which, by the way, what is the best finishing move of all time? Best finishing move of all time. Leg drop, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, well, you got to poke it up first. A leg drop yeah, is yeah, a leg yeah. drop, but when you put your hand yeah, in your yeah, ear, yeah. that's where all the power comes from. You know, I like the moves, like you said, the stunner. Yeah. A great finishing move should be something you could hit on anybody. Yeah. You know, the diamond cutter. Ooh, give me that. Like the Randy Orton, the RKO out of nowhere. Yeah. Give me those kind of quick hits. The, the sweet chin music. I love it. Everyone does it now, so it lost its credibility. But that's a great finishing move. Best thing about wrestling right now. Best thing about wrestling right now is its availability. Okay. I just thing. I just said that there was too much of it, but the fact that my son can sit there and have an entire library yeah. where I used to have to VCR tape. VCR tape exactly, and then you <laughs> and then you would rent a VCR tape and you would hook up two VCRs so yes. you could pirate it. You know, because that's what we did. Well, the other thing about it is it's it's like, and then you get like a really good raw and it's or you know nitro or whatever. Yeah. And it's like. Huh, do I do I tape over this one? Do I keep it? I've got, I've got room. I, it'll be fine. I'll pause yeah. the commercials or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's accessibility. I think of like the clip from Step Brothers when they're wearing the night vision goggles. <laughs> it's like, could you imagine if we had these when we were twelve? Even better, we've got it when we're forty. And that's how I feel about the WWE Network. There you go. Yeah. Well, what's worst thing? Worst thing. Worst thing is the fans. <laughs> I enjoy it. Let yourselves be fans. Yeah. You know, and you, you get it. You know, you're big. You know, you see it everywhere. It's not just wrestling fans. You know, no, Marvel fans, DC fans. Well, we were talking about the Iowa Hawkeyes right yeah. before this. Hawkeye know? fans are the worst. You know, but and enjoy it. Allow yourself to enjoy it. You know, don't say. And that's the problem. Is it's a lot like music yeah. too. You know, when you see a band live for the first time before they're signed, and you're a big fan of them. You know, you're out there pushing for these guys. It's the Nickelback effect, right? You're pushing for these guys to be these big mega superstars, and then when they are. They oh, sold these out. These guys suck. They sold out. I hate it. <laughs> I'll you know, tell you right now, Nickelback is one of the best rock shows I've ever seen. It's always a great show, and they tour so well. They've yeah. always got great supporting acts. I've seen Nickelback way more times than I would care to admit, but it's always been, well, not always, the first 
few were like, yeah, Nickelback. And then, oh, I'm going to, oh, the yeah. wife's dragging me to Nickelback. Oh, yeah, and the wife's dragging me to Nickelback. But now it's like, oh, Nickelback, and they're hitting the road with Seether. Damn it. That's a show I'm going to have to go to. I, I went and saw Seether this past summer. Awesome. I see that I love it. They're one of my favorite. They were bands. with Three Doors Down, and they were doing the uh, what? Uh, what was Three Doors Down first album? Uh, uh, the whatever had Kryptonite it's the one with on Super uh, yeah, Kryptonite. Kryptonite and all yeah. that. They did that. It was their 20th anniversary tour with that. Man, see, they opened up for them, and then they played the entire album. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's, so that's another like side one we could do. Talk um, about Jesus. Talk about music. Yeah, for fun though. For fun? <laughs> There's no such thing. You fool. <laughs> All right. Uh, my buddy Jeremy's in the uh, studio with me right now. Uh, this is a special Side Jobs edition of 151. Uh, real quick, uh, you've got a podcast you're a part of for yeah. football. Yeah, just another football show. We take ourselves so seriously, you can tell with that name. The name was great. Like We wanted to be like not another football show because there's so many football podcasts out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we landed on that one because not another football show was taken. But yeah, it's a lot of fun. You can get us on social media anywhere at uh, Just Another Football Show Facebook, at Another FB Show on Twitter because for some reason we couldn't be Another Football Show on Twitter. It kept airing out at us. Really? Yeah, That's but great. podcasts are available wherever. Stitcher, Spotify, okay. iTunes, anywhere you get it. All right. And do you have Twitter? Do you even use it anymore? I use it, yeah. Uh, I think I changed it. I think it's underscore Jeremy Jacobs you now. You think? Awesome. Yeah, I change it. Uh, well, I try to gear it towards the actual, well, the other side job. The other yeah, 14 the, jobs. The other, yeah. Anyways. I'm a man of many hats. None of them fit. wearing at the Yeah, moment. none of them fit properly, but. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Jeremy, thanks so much, man. I yeah, it's a blast. It. Look forward to, uh, if this was a quick episode, yeah, geez, yeah, you, yeah. Could fill your, you could fill your schedule up with uh, a deep dive into it. Oh, God. I Because I wanted to talk about Bret Hart with you at some point. Bret Hart is one of my favorites. Bret Hart is was great, but I just feel like angry old man now. Oh, he, he's so crotchety now, but look at what the he, business took from him. It, it is, but he's also the guy. Well, let's look, look at the position that he put them in. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest here. Yeah, I think. Uh, but he is the he's the ultimate example now of that's not how we did it in my day. Yeah. Back in my day. <laughs> old man yells at cr- clouds. Like every time there's a Bret Hart headline, it's uh, old man yells at clouds again. I put up I put up a comment one time. I'm like, I just feel like he's just an angry old man and you wouldn't believe the hate I got. Oh, yeah. I had it's... Well, he's not wrong. <laughs> Do that in the indie locker room someday. Hey, you know what, guys? Bret Hart sucks. Discuss amongst yourselves. <laughs> and just walk out. I had a buddy like he's like subtle debate for me. Bret Hart I'm like, great. And he was mad about it. And he's like, well, I think like, and then like, as the more he's like talking to me about how bad Brett was, I'm reminding him of all these things. And he's like, oh yeah, you're right. I did like that. Okay. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. Okay. I was a big Bret Hart fan. I know. Bret Hart now is just, yeah. At one point when I really started, you know, not liking, or I shouldn't even say not liking, but it's like, okay. He, he was talking about, uh, like, uh, some of the other guys in the industry, and it's like, you know, they just do the same thing every match. Brett, you did the same thing every and match. I, and I, it was one of those things. I was listening to a podcast in my car, and he was talking about it, And I looked at the stereo, and I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Really? I, I couldn't believe he said it when, like you said, it's like yeah. you did the same goddamn Everyone thing. Everyone does everything. You did the side backbreaker. You did the Russian leg sweep. You did it the. Was, uh, it was Russian leg sweep. Inverted atomic drop. It was Russian leg sweep into side backbreaker, into yep. elbow off the top rope, into setup for the sharpshooter, which was like blocked or countered. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. and then, you know, an atomic drop and then a sharpshooter. It's over. And then the, ol- the alternate to all those, the victory roll. Victory roll. Or the up victory roll where Owen pins him. Exactly. Like he beat Bam Bam with a victory roll, but then couldn't victory roll Owen. 
Yeah. Which is one of the best matches. Uh, top 10 no, for oh, me. that was yeah, awesome. All time. Yeah, it's funny. All Bret Hart. Like, watch one of the Randy Macho Man Savage documentaries. I love Savage, but like they put like the best of Macho Man Randy Savage. And I'm like, wow. Every match. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> The same. Exactly. And that's what wrestling was. Everyone wanted to complain about John Cena and his five moves of doom. How many moves did Austin do? Not many. Hardly after, any. After the neck, when it was yeah. all punch and kick and stunner, that was it. <laughs> he did more of other people's moves than yeah. he did his own moves. Like, he mastered the rock bottom. Didn't have to. Yeah. Just did it. Perfect. All right, yeah. man. Thanks so much. Oh, yeah. It was a blast. This has been another edition of 151, a special side jobs edition. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at 151 The Show. On all the podcasting platforms, YouTube, please like, follow, share, and subscribe, and have a good night. Oh, don't forget 151thesshow.com.